What follows is a brief construction montage. Kofi Kingston absolutely deserves an opportunity at the WWE Championship, but the fact is I'm not going to turn down when somebody offers me an opportunity like that. I'm not going to turn down the chance to, to make life better for me, make life better for my family. That's just crazy. Moments later. Hey, man. I just want to say I got no problem with you, man. So good luck. That actually really means a lot. Thank you. More moments later. Y'all ready? Let's go. Y'all yeah. good? You know it. You know it. <laughs> Come on, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The McMahon family has requested that you come to their office right away. They'd like to speak to you about the WWE Championship match. Hey, let's go. Let's go. 346 minutes later. Time. I keep knocking on the door. He keeps telling me to wait. Bro, you've been waiting outside this office like a chump. We don't even know when this match is. We gotta get in there. Let's go. Come on. Hey, hey, let's go. Hey, hey, let's go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Any unbearable hours later. Sir, Where are you been? Sir, how much longer do you have this man wait? I've been waiting for him. He's waited long enough. He deserves your attention. Please do not rip this opportunity of a lifetime from Kofi's hands after all he's given you, after all he's given this company. Several months later. Hey, what's gonna happen? WWE Championship match. It's going to be a triple threat. Let's go. Yes. If I were you, I'd go because that match is happening right now. One minute, 37 seconds later. Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been informed that the WWE Championship match will be taking place later tonight. The following is actually a handicap match. Introducing the bar. Thousands of tears later. Why? 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 Hey, where's the new Daniel Bryan? Uh, he should be here any minute. Thanks for the lies, Mr. Fairy Tale. Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. My name is Chris. And my name is Joey. And welcome to the wrap-up episode for the three weeks spanning post-elimination chamber through Fastlane. So. I like that they call it Fastlane. It's an unnecessary bump in the road. It should be roadblock. It should, they should just call it roadblock. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, I need to get to this thing. I'm going to be late. Yeah, right. why, why are you doing this right now? Because yeah. I I got to tell you, man, I used to love the month build-up to Mania because... Yeah. I think everybody would agree, even a modern, you know, short attention span fan would be like, no, this is the big show of the year. You kind of need to build it up yeah. over the course of an entire month. That way, when you, by the time you have every match booked, every match will matter. And I will be hope. upset about any of the matches that yeah. make the pre-show in yeah. a perfect world. We, we can talk about, right, <laughs> we can talk about... Leading, because we're not going to be at Mania yet, and we're still kind of forming that as we speak. I just like hating on Fastlane. Yeah. It's really fun, and they made it easy for me. But you can see where things are headed 
through the fast lane, the lens yeah. of fast lane for certain yeah. things. Yeah. So we can talk about it a little bit yeah. like that as we, as we go along. But yes, of course, you can find all of our shows on cnjradio.com. And yeah, let's just get right into it. I think yeah. the big thing that happened the night after Elimination Chamber, everyone was talking about, yeah. and people are still talking about, is the call-ups from NXT to the main roster. Yeah, I got my two initial thoughts about that. My two knee-jerk reactions were, wow, you guys are going to do the shake-up after Mania and you've already done this. Yeah, That's going to take away from that. Yeah. Second of all, how are the rest of those call-ups from about a month yeah. or so ago feeling about it? Because some of them a haven't... A month or even... so? It's been like two half mo- a year. Okay, it's been since like Royal Rumble. It's been since November. Oh, yeah, that's right. They they, they have been They doing... started talking about them at the... The night they re- hit the yeah. reset button. That's yeah. right, that's right, yeah. So in, And I'm not complaining, but Lacey Evans hasn't wrestled a match. And... Uh... Wasn't like, she in like some multi-person thing? She was in like a uh, one of those battle royals or something. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, and I I know she's doing dark matches and blah blah blah. Or maybe but, I'm uh, thinking of an actual. Oh no, I'm thinking of the actual Royal Rumble. I think. Yeah, I think Heavy Machinery has done the best out of all those so They've far. Done the most. Lars Sullivan, if you you've been following him on the social media. Uh, no, he's, he's, I haven't. He's been dealing with uh, he's, he's some mental. Yeah, like issues. legit, yeah. and that's why he hasn't shown up yet, and that's yeah. why they cut his promos off. Yeah. But he'll be around at some point. So I'm hoping he gets better, man. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, sucks yeah. for him. And plus, all these guys coming in, taking yeah. that thunder away. I mean, he might be yeah. one of the big beasts post-mania that shows up. I could definitely see I him see having that. a Lesnar type. Yeah. Uh, if anybody could potentially do that, it's it's him. I at this think. point, they should just save him for like Raw or SmackDown after Mania. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so back to the main idea here. Sure. The call-ups. I mean... You couldn't pick four better guys from that roster to come in. I could argue a couple of other guys. I mean, of course, all of Undisputed, Velveteen, but now those guys can truly be the show. Yeah. So I'm actually okay with all of this. And it doesn't seem like they're in any rush to get them off of NXT either. That's the thing. To me, because I I didn't see it live, but I saw it pretty close to live. And to me, there were so many questions. It didn't feel like a call-up. They're still using the NXT name bar for these guys yeah. on the main roster. Do you think that this is like a new thing, a new experiment? Maybe for... to try to split, yeah. uh, split time between the two, two brands. Well, three, yeah. Three brands or whatever. I mean, maybe the old man could be right in the classic thinking of, Hey, these guys only work like once or twice a month. <laughs> Let's yeah. put them to work. You know, yeah. like, I mean that, that not for nothing, but that is true. But, at the same time, we've talked about it before, like the storytelling, the pace of the storytelling. Well, they did fuck up the timeline. They yeah. did, and we'll get to that. <laughs> but the pace of storytelling on NXT, it's very spread out because there's only so much space. They do only film or they record episodes once every three, four, five weeks or whatever. Yeah. And But on the main roster, the stories go so fast, they yeah. squish them into whatever the next pay-per-view is to the main plot points. Yeah. And so you have something like uh, Gargano and Champa that's lasted for a year and a half, two years, however yeah, long it's lasted. About two years, yeah. And if you were to try to tell that on the main roster, it's going to be like half a summer. Yeah. To, if, for if that you, same amount of content, yeah, the if, way they put it on TV. Yeah, if you luck out. Yeah. Like, that's what... Their thing is kind of everything that the Joe Styles feud should have been. Yeah. You could have figured out a way to work all that in. I guarantee yeah. you, they've been to like... Some weddings together. (laughs) There's something there. There's pictures out there, I'm sure. So they could have done that with with them. They didn't have to go with the stupid family route. They could have kept it within their own, you know, friendship. 
that in a perfect world that's what it would but now we're going to get that with them if yeah. they stay on the main roster yeah and you can't really tell that story again once i mean they act like they really do on the main roster they don't act like nxt is very canon at all no but they shouldn't do that again over here. But they do carry some stuff over, like Sami Zayn and well, Kevin Owens. That stuff carried over when it's convenient for them. Well, but of course, yeah, when it's, it's convenient, they're they are so not consistent about it. They're though. not. They don't. They don't have to be really. And for their proof, Gargano Champa. I know yeah. that they were leaning towards them getting, uh, you know, make it nice again. But yeah, at the same time, I think it. I think if they weren't getting pulled over to the main rosters. I think Johnny actually would have pulled back on it. I think that that would have been the idea. Like, you just yeah. can't. I, I can't imagine, even in professional wrestling, that he would be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Whatever. All is forgiven. Yeah, well. Not, I mean, not everything could possibly be forgiven in this. Though. I don't think you're quite cut up as far on NXT as not, I am. There's I'm not. They're still doing <laughs> that stuff in NXT with Champa and Gargano. You do know that they're in the, the Dusty, Dusty Classic, Classic as a, as DIY. Yeah, as our cutoff so, here, they are past the first round. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So there's there's more to say about that. Okay, um, which we'll get to on the next episode, the next wrap up. But uh, I agree. I agree with you. The thing that I wonder about is if they are splitting time, and we all we know that Champa is out right now. He had to go get neck surgery. And that, because he was teamed with Gargano on the main roster, Gargano hasn't been wrestling. He was only seen once at that Ric Flair birthday thing. He was hanging out with Shawn Michaels. That's the only time that he's been on the main roster since Champa was gone. But uh, Ricochet and Aleister Black have been on every show every week, including NXT. So it's, I think they've been on every NXT because they they started the Dusty Classic. Yeah. I just think it's, I love those guys. They're superstars, but I think it's too much. I don't need to see them three times a week. And I don't like, I honestly don't like them together. I I don't either. Not that they're a bad team. I I like them together, but I would prefer that they do their own thing because they're both absolute superstars. They're world champions waiting to happen. They don't need time on the main roster as a tag team because they, they could be at the top Right now, they could have yeah. high-profile matches on WrestleMania as single stars. Yeah. With the remaining four whatever weeks of buildup, they could they could build that, and yeah. people would be excited about it. Yeah, and there's different there's different things to say about Ricochet and Aleister Black. I've said yeah. it over and over again. I've, I've said it a lot to you, even off air, that I, I I'm going to kind of tweak this a little bit. I've said Aleister Black is the next Undertaker. If they let it happen properly, yeah. he could potentially be that guy, the conscious, the, the guy that keeps it together, yeah. the guy that doesn't even need a belt most of the time yeah. to make things happen and put together compelling matches in television. I think there's a hybrid of Undertaker and Randy Orton at his best in Aleister Black as yeah. far as how they can sell him to the people. Yeah. So he's a he's a lone lone wolf on his own. And a better lone wolf than what we have right now. I know I said it and I immediately regretted it. But you know what I'm talking about. And the more you know about him, the more compelling he is, actually. Uh, And also, there's that other weird side where it's like, Undertaker would have never done this in his day. Like, you follow Zelina Vega on social media, like, this is a different guy than what I see on television. So, it's all aspects of him are super interesting and and fun. And he's a great guy and a great character. Uh, Ricochet... People have been trying to f- talk about who he is the next so and so, but he, there's he's nobody. Nobody like there him. is nobody yeah. like him. He's not the next Ray. He's not the next Shawn Michaels. Yeah. 
he is the one and only truly and that's not a catchphrase that is an absolute truth yeah so these two guys are these guys could contend for the title tomorrow and win it and i wouldn't blink yeah Uh, if it was a ricochet match you you couldn't blink blink, yeah yeah. (laughs) but that's how great these guys are and i know how at least vince mcmahon feels about tag teams yeah so that's kind of all I need to know right now as far as that. And I think it's really sad. Okay, yeah, soft opening. Like you said, not really so much because they're on every show. Yeah. So that right there, they're winning all the matches. They've beaten both tag champions yeah. on both shows. Yeah. And But I still don't like it because I think they're not using these guys the way they should be right. used in, in a proper manner. They're ready now. Do the thing. Like, yeah. I love Mustafa Ali. Talked a lot. I was blue in the face last year about how he was the next X Factor star potential guy. Yeah. And now he's doing it. That's what they should be doing with those guys, what they're doing with Ali. Throw them right in there. Yeah. Raw is immediately better with those two guys in the main event pitcher. For sure. By a mile. I mean, maybe maybe I should play devil's advocate. Maybe I should give him the benefit of a doubt. Maybe once Seth Rollins wins that title, fingers crossed, that that is what happens. Yeah. And that could be. They could. But... At the same time, why would they just spring those call-ups that night of all nights in in a in a I won't say nothing town, but in a town that didn't necessarily appreciate oh, what they were yeah. seeing? I'm very ashamed to be a Louisiana man when it comes to Lafayette <laughs> and Baton Rouge, yeah. two shit towns for uh, WWE, yeah. which is weird because Louisiana used to be a really hot territory, but it really was just New Orleans. Yeah. Now that I think about it, all the shows that Watch used to run out there, and Jr. was working out there, it really was just New Orleans, yeah. honestly. New Orleans is an anomaly to its own state. Yeah. So I guess that's why. New Orleans is where it's at. Everything else is shit. Sorry, (laughs) but it is. And they should never... I remember one of the first times they ran a Raw in Baton Rouge way back in like the early 2000s. I was so excited Mm. for some dumb reason because I was born there. I was like, cool, there's going to be a Raw in Baton Rouge. That's awesome. They've never had one of those. And the crowd sucked. I still remember how badly that crowd sucked. I don't know why they ever went back. I would have never gone back. Yeah. Do a house show there, I guess. Right. Do it on the way to New Orleans for your big main roster shows. Yeah. And that's all you need to do. Otherwise, fuck them. <laughs> I didn't even watch a Pat McAfee show. Thanks for... I mean, not that I needed that much <laughs> arm twisting to not watch it. Right. But the fact that he's even healing them oh, and really? calling them Maybe. idiots on his show says yeah. all you need to know. Yeah, I'm not going to watch a show. Yeah, no. I'm not gonna, you're like, you said a hate click is still a click, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Right. yeah. I Thank convinced you. you not to watch it. Yeah, you did. And that, that really stuck with me. Yeah, so yeah. listen to Chris. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just feels, I don't know, it feels like someone hit, like, panicked and was like, we need to do something to make things more exciting. Let's call up the most exciting guys that we have yeah. on any roster and put them all on, on every show. Tell me and, all the McMahons and, and a Hunter on on the show on a weekly basis isn't going to spike your ratings. <laughs> right. A uh, wrestling Shane McMahon isn't going to spike your ratings. Uh, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's It's one of those things where... I'm happy about what these guys have gotten and what their opportunities for them. And I think it's great for them, but it's also like, ah, you could have done it so much better. You could have just waited. You could have parceled this out a bit more. So it's, it's one of those things where I feel like WWE is looking at me specifically and saying like, we gave you what you wanted. Now you don't want it. You don't know what you want. Yeah, You're shut stupid. Up. Yes. <laughs> shut up and take what we give you. That's what it feels like they're trying to do to me. We put the tag titles in the revival. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, wait. 
but we let we let your favorite guys wrestle each other. That's not the point. Yeah, yeah. the revival won, and then I'm spoiling stuff here. The revival yeah. won, and then the next two weeks they got beaten by two four of your favorite guys in two weeks in a row. Yeah, that's not how I want it to happen. Why, why are you mad? Yeah, it's like no. They Is just... Art Hawkins and Ryder trying to come up with a win? Why aren't they wrestling they the were. revival? I don't know if they still are. Zach, they they were on for a few weeks, and then they weren't. See, and you know why I haven't seen that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Hulu strikes again. Hulu does strike again. But it was because there was the week where they misspelled Zack Ryder's name. And then <laughs> I the saw next... it on Botchamania. Yeah. I had to find out about it that way. And then the next week, uh, they cut a promo in the back where Ryder flubbed his own name spelling. <laughs> and then... I, I saw that on Botchamania yeah. too. I think they had, they had another match, I think, where they didn't get an entrance... Uh, because I did post on Twitter, well, they didn't misspell Zach's name this week because they didn't give him an entrance. Yeah. And then I think they haven't been on the last few weeks. Oh, so, yeah. but they have they have a neat uh, action figure collecting show on YouTube. The, yeah, I mean the that's majors be... action figure collecting whatever. That's got to be the only thing keeping them going at yeah. this point is just to like go to cons and stuff. And, yeah, you know, hey, they got a whole bunch of action figures at Toys R Us and like somewhere in Canada for like a penny a piece. Like, oh, <laughs> nice. That's cool. I mean, it, you know, for, forgive the bad joke, but as long as they're making the league minimum, they, it is a con. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so good for them. I guess yeah. maybe I shouldn't be so sad for them. It's like, you know, I, I quote X-Pac once again when people were bitching about the Kurt Hawkins record. He goes, I bet his last 150 paychecks cleared. Yeah. Like, yes, they do. But but, but that's 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 yeah. old guy thinking, you know. Yeah, it's uh, different for different guys. Some people, yeah. some guys would be super happy to have that. But obviously there's a lot of other guys in the locker room. I'm not saying Hawkins specifically, yeah. but there's other ones that would be like, no, I, this is what I love to do, and I want to do it. You yeah, know, so yeah. they, they, some of these, and there's still that old era yeah. where some of those guys come from. I wasn't a fan before I got involved in this, yeah. and that that's why the football players have a stigma. Yeah, and some of them are fans. Yeah, uh, but I'm a good example is like Billy Gunn on his Art of Wrestling interview. You know, he was actually. The, the guy that he portrayed, mm. that's who he was. Yeah. He had a rodeo scholarship, legit, like at the that's University cool. of Texas of Austin. Yeah. And he was a football guy, and he wasn't into pro wrestling. He got recruited out of the gyms and just knowing people. And he's like, I never went to, I never wrestled indies. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. So he doesn't have that love. But the cool thing is, now that he's aged and he's been through the thing, he's, and he started working those indies, kind yeah. of out of necessity, but yeah. he gained that respect. And obviously there must be something there in his heart now because now he's like the AEW producer guy. Yeah, he's the coach. I think he's the yeah. coach is what they call him. I mean, that's that's a hell of a journey. But I yeah. mean, I don't know, that's, I'm just using him as, as an example. Yeah. But, you know, some of these guys figure it out. Some yeah. of these guys are like, yeah, like, you know, I just, I don't, it seems like you hear these stories that these guys tell and some of them are bitter. Yeah, sure, because they didn't really make it the way they wanted to. But at the yeah. same time, I feel like that when there's smoke, there's fire. It seems like they have a thing against fans <laughs> coming in and becoming superstars. Yeah, Doesn't it kind of seem that way? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. And that's really weird. It's kind of dumb. Like, it's it's the um, you know Josh Matthews. Yeah. Think think about that man. Think about yeah. that for a minute. Think about Matt Stryker. Think about those guys. Yeah. The, those those you know they call them marks and they kind of are. But you know what? They know how to talk about it too. And they yeah. they should. You know, I think they kind of got the shaft. Yeah, I do and think there's a lot of division in generations. You can see where the lines kind of fall. Yeah, so that that's kind of really just. You know, I went through a few layers there. Yeah. But <laughs> my main idea is until I, until I can tell otherwise, I feel like they're kind of angry at fans. Like, you know, this is them, this yeah. is a job. You shouldn't you yeah. shouldn't love this. <laughs> like, yeah. come on, man. And and there's a certain group that feel like they know better 
than just due to the fact they have been in a wrestling ring mm-hmm. that they know better about all of it and that's not that's not the case i mean it's there's all different aspects of it and as a fan you see things differently than you see things as a wrestler but it's you, you overlap there's an overlap there yeah. you know it's the thor throne scene <laughs> with the old man and you know with anthony hopkins and yeah. chris hemsworth <laughs> oh yeah. you're old and you don't get it yeah. you're too young and full of shit yeah, <laughs> you know? basically, like, yeah. that's what it is yeah it is yeah <laughs> and it's something that's i mean that's you can look at see that in anything yeah um yeah, yeah it is yeah so that's really the main thing I wanted to talk about with the, the NXT call-ups is like, it still remains to be seen what they're going to do, especially with Gargano now that Champa's yeah. not there, which, why do you need Champa to make Gargano a star? Like, you don't. <laughs> he's, but, he's Johnny freaking wrestling. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'm sorry, wrestling isn't his name. That's not good enough for them. <laughs> right, they have to change that. It's, it's going to be Johnny Superstar by the end of the year. You right. watch. Yeah, yeah. You watch. Oof. But, uh, so, I don't know. And just keeping them on the show, it's like, mm, and what you have, guys, we already talked about Lacey Evans and Heavy Machinery doing okay, but they're super comedy act. And yeah. I just think they're going to be typecast. And they're going to be that fun team that maybe they'll win a title once or twice, but yeah. it's... Like, too cool. I, yeah, but that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But there, there's a, a glass ceiling there for them, I think, sure. because of what they're being typecast as right now. I mean, I'd definitely rather be too cool than, you know, Enzo and Cass at this point. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. uh, there, there's, there's some, I mean, that'll get you on the con circuit the rest of your life. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'd be cool with that. Them. Them. Yeah. I just think that they could be, be go beyond that. Hey, know? man, I mean, like I New think... Day went beyond yeah. that comedy act kind of thing. Well, think about Mark Henry, man. Like, yeah. did ever did anybody ever think that guy was actually ever going to be no, a killer for true. real? And then when he finally did, but when heavy he machinery, decided, yeah, they, heavy, yeah, heavy machinery could do that. They could do that. So yeah. I, ha- I have hope. And then EC3, who's been a mute, he finally spoke on <laughs> SmackDown. I think it was. Was it you that says someone get this guy a locker room, please? Oh yeah, yeah, because he was he had the 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 tall, the tall mirror in, in the hallway, and he was like spraying himself when when those Saturday Night Live guys were walking by. Okay. So. It's like, can someone please like share their locker room? Like, I feel bad for the guy. Like, he's naked in the middle of the hallway, spraying himself. Yeah, yeah. And it was great in that segment because when I forget their names, Michael Che and yeah, I don't, I don't watch Saturday Night Live. Something anymore. Jost, I don't remember the. When other was the last time you ever actually watched Saturday Night Live seriously? By the way, because for me, it was the, the last year Phil Hartman was on. It. Yeah, I mean that it's about it's been about that long. Yeah. Okay, yeah, ninety five, ninety six, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I may have watched some of the music acts yeah. here and there, but that's it. Sure. But, so, they're coming down the hallway, and they see him, and they go, oh, that's weird. And he's just, like, nods or something, because they won't let him speak yet. That's before he spoke. That'd be an HR meeting at uh, at Lauren Michael Studios if that happened. As they come down the hallway, they're in the foreground, and they're probably, like, 20 feet away from him. But EC3 is framed in between them in the back, and he's standing there. He doesn't leave. He stands there and looks straight at them the entire time <laughs> as they continue any, their segment. I didn't see any of this. Yeah, he's like, was, soon. It was pretty funny. Did he good. do his little turnaround? Like, zoom. he didn't move. It looked like he was just like staring. The cardboard cutout. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, yeah, they switched it out. But yeah. So, I mean, I think EC3 can do great things. They had, they had the, those two matches with him and Ambrose, but then that went nowhere. So. Okay. I don't know. It's just I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to WrestleMania being done so that we can go back to the brands and it's too too many people on every show and it's all bleeding over and I just want it to be coherent. I think you're gonna have to wait till the fall. I mean, you're really have to wait for the clean break. The, the massive the, clean break is where it's going to be at. 
October is going to be a shit hot year. Yeah. Year month yeah. for wrestling because not only do you have the the real split will happen. Yeah. Plus, supposedly AEW will be on television by that point, so that's going to be when everything just goes. Woo-hoo. Yeah. But you you don't think that they're going to honor mostly the brand split after the next shakeup? Like they, they tend have to. They tend to at yeah. least until up to about SummerSlam. Yeah, it so. doesn't bleed over that much, as I much know. as it's bleeding over now. No, I'm fine with it. Do the shake-up thing all you want. Do whatever, whatever. I mean, whatever gets... Uh, and the shake-up, split up Ricochet and Black, for sure. Yeah. That's that's what I need. I, I feel bad, in a sense. Like were, I feel like we were kind of shitting on the four guys. But, you know, we love we're those not, guys. I, I mean, I just said I, I love those yeah, guys. I'm we're not, sh- not on them. It's, yeah. It's just... It feels weird. You see them split up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and... Johnny can be a world champion. Any of those guys. And yeah. then that, I think that is what you need to do. Take that chance. I mean, you know, they know where the basement is for raw ratings. Yeah. And they've, they've seen it recently. So take the chance. Yeah. What harm could it do, man? Really, like, make your tag division better. You know, because I seem to recall during that awesome Attitude Era that you actually gave a shit about the tag division. Well, I think, I mean, they're pushing tag teams hard in, like, all aspects on all shows because they're throwing all these people together. They're throwing together Nakamura and Rusev. They're throwing together Rude and Gable. They're making all these teams to build up their tag divisions, but they're ignoring the tag teams that they've already had. So I'm saying you have to build your division around the champs, and they're not doing that. Well, in the established teams. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm getting at, though. Like, they need to make them important parts of the show. They need to make them important parts of the pay-per-views. Stop putting them consistently on the pre-show. Same thing I said about 205. People aren't going to take 205 seriously until they're off of the pre-show. Yeah, and they have been here and there, but not it's not consistent at all. It was maybe like twice in 2018. Yeah, and when was that? The Middle East and Australia? Yeah. Well, there was one other show that they were on the actual show. It was Survivor Series. Maybe. Probably. Yeah, okay, but still, you, you see what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you have to, the perception. Yeah. yeah, I know you're not trying to fight me. The perception is still not there in the well, tag team not, division. Yeah. So, anyway. And that's because they keep jobbing out their champs. <laughs> that's a big part of it, yeah. And then right. they they use the SmackDown tag titles on the other side, so we can go ahead and get to that. Sure, yeah. As yeah. a platform for a singles match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, just jump into <laughs> and the... And it's going to get a better spot yeah. than, than, than easily the, the bar. Whoever the Usos face. Any, yeah. yeah, Usos or the bar or anybody yeah. else. Yeah, so... <laughs> It's, yeah, kind of spoiling stuff here, but <laughs> sure. yeah, Ms. McMiz broke up because of course it had to. That was clearly obvious that that's where this was headed the entire time, but it finally happened at Fastlane after I'm not, the match. So. And I'm not happy about the sides that went. Like, you know, for yeah. me, it should always be the Miz, should always Miz, be the heel. No, I don't buy the Miz as a good guy ever. No, like, I, like, I can never do that. Because, yeah. number one, his initial babyface run was the worst. Yeah. It was the drizzles. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, and, you know, Shane always seems to garner, even if you're kind of, even when you get kind of uh, complacent and you're yeah. taking Shane for granted, Shane will pull something off. Yeah. He'll always, he'll always jump off something. That's he'll always thing. get the heart behind it. So that's the money right there. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing is Miz wrestles like a bad guy. Yeah. Because, because he's, he's lazy. usually not fun to watch. Yeah. I'm, I'll rephrase that. He's been in great matches. He's had great matches. But his his personal style 
is not conducive to an exciting high-flying match yeah where that's exclusively what shane mcmahon is yeah and you cheer that that's how you build good guy bad guy when a good guy turns bad they stop jumping off of stuff yeah so. and that new york crowd is not going to cheer for the Miz. Yeah. i yeah. guarantee you yeah. that yeah the only the, the only thing that they have going for him is the fact that it's in a stadium and the reaction won't be as obvious the yeah. people are not behind the miss, but right. they will not be behind them. You yeah. mark my words. Yeah. They'll probably have to, I mean, they can't do a switch now. They'll probably have to do it during the match. Yeah. But my God, it's just so stupid that they did that. Was that yeah. Shane? Like, I haven't been a heel in a hundred years. I want to be a heel again. Who knows? I mean, he was fun when he was, when he was a young punk and he was a heel. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. And he was easy to hate. Yeah. But we don't hate him anymore. He's yeah. done too much. Yeah. And because we actually are kind of rooting for him because we think he'll be a better leader than his old man after a while. And if he even could possibly do that. But that that's the whole reasoning behind yeah. why people get behind him. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I, I, don't, I, I think Hunter will be a better leader. I honestly yeah. do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I even... Just, even in universe, like Shane McMahon just giving himself title shots. I'm like, how is that okay that the boss gets to give himself title shots all the time? How is that <laughs> better how is than that automatic any... rematches? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How is that any different than what Baron Corbin was doing? Like, it's not. It's the exact same thing. But up until Fastlane, Shane was being cheered for it. Whereas Baron, I mean, of course, it's Baron Corbin, so you're going to boo him because he's terrible. Yeah. But it's the exact same thing, and nobody called him out on it. Yeah, I got a call coming in, Chris. It's... Okay. Oh, it's a conference call with Renee Young and Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Should I take it? Uh, please don't. Okay. All right. All right. I <laughs> you, you brought it I up. I take that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's, it, you know, I mean, I don't know if I'm dumb for trying to pick apart, like, the writing like that, but it's just inconsistent. It's just, it's whatever they want it yeah. to be is, is what it is. We can blame Dana Warrior now for it. She's she's the she's new part of the she's full time creative now. Yeah. She's the new well, face of full time creative. I doubt she did that because that's yeah. been in the works for a while. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be sexist and say they just gave her women's uh, storylines. So, yeah. you know, but yeah, yeah. Um, I can't wait for they they can maybe get a new voodoo guy in. <laughs> then we can then we can have somebody throw up in the oh. back now. So it's the first thing I thought of. Let's yeah. move on. Okay, uh, yeah. So yeah, they could switch out. Shane and Miz. Let, let's mirror a better warrior story, the uh, Macho Man one, with the All retirement right. thing. This is uh, this is going to wind up being like a retirement match yeah. for Shane. He's going to get some sort of uh, shine on Kurt Angle. Right. The, you know, there you go. That's how you make WrestleMania better. That yeah, <laughs> we've got it. Yeah, it's not going to be Baron Corbin anymore. It's going to be Shane McMahon versus Kurt Angle. That would be amazing because uh, they'll blow off the Miz thing like on a SmackDown. Just be yeah. done with it, and they'll they'll do a turn there, and then um, and and Angle and deals Angle with Corbin like in thirty seconds. Yeah, on a, on the Raw that week, yeah. and then somehow they'll figure out a way for Angle to save Shane on that. There, there's there's a way to there's do a this. way to do it. Yeah, but I'm campaigning for Shane and Kurt. Yeah, double retirement match at WrestleMania. I hadn't even thought about that, but that is absolutely the best idea at this point. That's better than. Angle versus Cena. That's, I think. that's me as the warrior putting my foot on the chest <laughs> of creative and getting the three count at a WrestleMania. Because yeah, I mean, Angle versus Shane. I've watched that match as much as any other match I've ever watched in my life. That's saying something. Yeah. All right, make it happen, guys. Yeah. Free idea. 
Just, you know, get, get us on a list. That's all we want. <laughs> right. you know, some reflective we'll, glory. We'll, we'll be ringside for that one match. That's cool. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll do the thing where we go sit down at the empty seats and then... Oh, yeah. Backstage. yeah. Hey, the guys that made it happen. Yeah. All right, now go to your, go to your real seats <laughs> <Right>. now. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so, okay. So, moving over to... I think the next biggest thing is really, of course, the, the women's situation, the, the women's title stuff. And I'll, I'll get into more of what's going on with the Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch thing in the next episode yeah let's do that because that thing is real convoluted that should be the top story next time yeah Yeah. because of all the twitter stuff and everything leading up to it um i gotta get a print out of everything just to get my papers in front of me i have a lot to say about that i've said some of it on twitter and i've said some of it on my recaps and stuff for certain shows which actually happened after what we're talking about here like the the night after fast lane ronda she went full on whatever, so yeah. I'll, we'll talk about that later. By the way, what's with these MMA fighters that come into our wrestling, buy their ranches, and go insane? Right. <laughs> okay, so sorry. Okay, let's yeah, we'll get to that. Table later. it. But I just want to say, as far not specific to any of the people involved, but just the way that WWE is looking at the two women's titles, it's so dumb. It's so clearly obvious. Yeah, of course, the Raw Women's title, Rousey, Lynch, and Flair. Of course, they're the top women in the company. They're three of the top superstars in the company. Of course, that's going to be a big deal. But Asuka is also one of the top superstars in the company. And it's a complete afterthought, the SmackDown Women's title. I watched watched the final week before Fastlane, leading up to Fastlane, and... I noticed like how much time they were giving the Raw Women's Title, even though that title was not defended on Fastlane. The Raw Women's Title feud had so many segments on Raw. They had two backstage like they had a backstage interview, two backstage walking to the the ring area segments, and a full ten minutes in the main event segment of SmackDown Live, when it's the Raw Women's Title that is not being defended. The SmackDown women's title was being defended at Fastlane. It got a 30-second match and a five-minute segment, and that's it in the entire week. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's what they think about it. It's absolutely disrespectful. That's what they think about Oscar, yeah. who was went undefeated for five hundred something whatever days. Well, that was Hunter's fault. That wasn't Vince's doing. And yeah. uh, and second of all, why would you want to have a rematch from a WrestleMania match a year before that was arguably the best match of the night? Why right. would you want to why do would, that? Why I don't would you understand. want to have Austin Rock two and three? Well, yeah. And, with, why with, would you want to have Shawn Michaels Undertaker two and Triple with, H Undertaker yeah. two? I don't know. You got you got a, you got the story already in place. Yeah. I broke your streak. I've been bragging about it all year. Well, when you're ever in the same ring as me, I'll yeah. brag about it. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, I got set on the bench for most of that year because of that. Yeah. Now I'm really pissed. Oh, and by the way, I beat you and your best frenemy at TLC. Yeah. So, who the F am I? Right. Yeah, I'm nobody. Okay, fine. Well, why, don't you, why don't you take me on? Why don't you beat me two years in a row at Mania? I'll even go away after that. How about that? Yeah. You know, something. I don't know. I mean... She's got, it's like she's almost has to put something on the line yeah. to get noticed. Kind of like the Molly Holly Victoria thing. All right. Molly legit put her hair up for real yeah. for that slot. Yeah. You know, and it's sad that it has to get to that point, but yeah. like, man, Asuka, maybe she just doesn't know how to toot her own horn in the back, man. That, that seems what it, that that seems like what it is to me. Yeah. She's happy to be there and she doesn't want to rock the boat too much. Yeah. And that's, it's sad. Like, you know, it's like the Japanese thing, you know, like, yeah they have they carry with themselves a matter of respect yeah. and that's what we've always seen as people from the other side of things yeah. 
Like they carry themselves so well. They're very well mannered. And that probably hurts them in a corporate American world. It could, yeah, with something as <laughs> clearly history shows that being aggressive in furthering your own wrestling career will either get you fired or it's going to get you to the top. So, yeah. you know, it's one <laughs> of the two. Roll the dice. Yeah. Some people don't want to roll the dice. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and I just don't understand why it's not Charlotte Oscar too this year, yeah. and then Becky Ronda closing the show. Yeah, that that to me is where your money is. So not only can you promote a first time ever women's main event for WrestleMania, if you finally are going to pull that trigger, yeah, you actually can have a double main event. Yeah, and they have it in the palm of their hands, and they just threw it away. Yeah, they threw it away. Over a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, just because they want... They want to have it their way. Yeah. They couldn't listen to us, even though they always talk about how they listen to us. <laughs> Here, why don't you come on Twitter and talk to us? Sure, we'll do that. That's yeah. time well spent. Yeah. Uh, you had a double main event. Yeah. Now you're just going to settle for one. And a yeah. triple threat. Yeah. And a formulaic WWE triple threat on top of it, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure. Ugh. I mean... Yeah, okay, I'm going to love the match. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy the but match. But goddamn it. We could have had we could have had more. But I would have enjoyed the other two matches more than I'm going to enjoy the triple threat. Exactly. Can, you I know can, it's going to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So. Ronda probably won't even take the fall in it. Like I mean like okay, yeah. Charlotte's in there to take the fall probably, honestly, because probably. because you know, she has to get her come up because and, yeah. she's a brat and she got her way. And, and that's what they're going to tell us, but she still got a, her way. Yeah, it's a little bit of a bookend, too, because the Becky Lynch rise started when Charlotte was put into a triple threat match. Becky, Charlotte, and Carmella back at, what, SummerSlam? Yeah, yeah. And so this is a little bit of flip side. So I get that part of it, even though they're not talking about it, so I don't think they're thinking about it. But I see that. No, that'd be too smart. Right. That was nine months ago. No one remembers that right. stuff. <laughs> but we'll yell about who was the worst GM. <laughs> the same time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I see that part of it. But yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it, doesn't, it just doesn't matter. We moved on beyond that. Yeah. But they can have a double main event. Yeah. I mean, but, no one's even, the men's matches aren't even smelling that. No. They're just yeah. not. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, you know, Ron's ledger is going to be fun. But at best, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's not going to be... I don't see that being an instant classic. It's going to be satisfying for Rollins to get the title, because if he doesn't get the title, I don't understand yeah. anything anymore. You know? I still think it'd be really neat. Like, just shake shake it the fuck up, man. Have it open the show. Figure yeah. out a way for that to open the show. Yeah. Have them already fighting in the back yeah. during the pre-show. That'd be cool. And it just has to start that show. Get it out of the way. We can relax rollins wins the title that could be the best idea especially since the women's title is going to close the show exactly it has to like that almost that almost forgives it quote unquote for anybody that had any misgivings about yeah. it beforehand yeah. like wow this is a crazy ass show what's yeah. going to happen next and then that would make sense to them now yeah they mean some there's some people not on board with this i yeah. and i don't understand that but I know that there are still people out there that feel that way. Sure. Because there just are. Yeah. I mean, if you have an opposite thought, someone else already has it. Sure. So, you know, I think that that's a cool way to hold their hand into it. And yeah. plus, you could... That's never happened at WrestleMania. And it yeah. would still be a cool way to do it without disrespecting the title. Right. First of all, the universal title. 
It needs all the help it can get as it's, far as stock goes. It's in the toilet with me right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, it's been held hostage for two years. Yeah. So. And I need, you know, I need the SmackDown title, the real world title, to at least go on second to last. Yeah, yeah I don't and, think it will. And they'll probably be in the middle of the show yeah. again like it always is. And it has been for a long time. Yeah. I was trying to think of the last time it closed Mania. It's been a while. Yeah. Like the first one I thought of was Angle Lesnar. But it had to have been, had to since, have been then. since then. But I couldn't. But I'm talking, you. yeah, the real title, yeah. and then you know. So, but I'll, I'll go back and find out. But yeah, yeah. it's just like, man, this Universal title's been nothing but a drag for the most part. <laughs> well, yeah. How many champs have there been? One, two, three, four, four, five. five. Owens, Rollins, Balor, Goldberg, Lesnar, Reigns. That's it. Six. Well, was Rollins even? Rollins didn't even have it. He was in oh, the, no, he didn't. Yeah, he was in the you're finals. Right. You're right, you're right. He was right. in the finals He's with Ballard, but he yeah, never had he it. it. Yeah, all right. So five. Okay, no. fair, that's good enough for me. <laughs> do you want to get to some matches of the week? You yeah, let's right do it. it. Yeah, all I mean, right. we're, yeah, perfect, perfect timing. That's pretty much all I have for storylines tonight. Yeah. it's enough story time for me. We'll get into some <laughs> of the other, the the UK and the 205 stuff just through the matches, because that's mostly what those shows, shows are anyway, just matches for the most part. So the first week that we're looking at for match of the week is February 18th through, or that week, that when yeah. the Raw started that week. Basically 18, 19, and 20 is when yeah. they do all their shows. Yeah. So. so there were, there were of course, there were some good matches. That was, of course, the debut of the NXT guys on the main roster. I really liked the Aleister Black-Andrade match on SmackDown. I thought that was a good match. Of course it's a good match. Very good. Um, we saw Eric Young that week. We saw Aleister Black on three shows. How could yeah, I complain? Right. Because <laughs> he was on NXT also. Yeah, 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 he was. Uh, yeah, Eric Young, Insanity. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Eric Young faced uh, Ricochet, I believe, that yeah. night. I mean, I knew he was going to win that, but well, it was, of course, it's always good to see Eric Young. That was the thing, is like, you knew that those NXT guys were going to win every single match, and I think they've only lost one match. It was the one at Fastlane, and they didn't take the pinfall. Exactly. They've won every single match, so it takes a lot of the tension out of it when you do that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't really like that. But Man, whatever. I really hope that they're finally going to take Sanity seriously after Mania. That's all I can I hope. hope. <laughs> just come on. They're going to ask for their release in, in whenever their stuff is up. Yeah. So Tony Storm defended her title against Rhea Ripley. Yeah. This was in one. This is I the think Phoenix. These two. There were like three or four weeks in Phoenix, and there yeah. were two of the shows we're talking about are yeah. going to be in in the Phoenix. Uh, convention center yeah and there were some those were good matches but it, it, you definitely felt a different dynamic just because of the crowd i'm not trying to hate on the phoenix crowd so much but you know that shows that probably a lot of them aren't watching yeah. uk right now it's pretty so they, clear they're not yeah and i think if any of these matches would have been in the uk they would have gotten i think the matches honestly would have been better because the crowd does play a part it like does we talked about before uh, yeah very much and you can tell there's no better example than the grizzled young vets coming out and cutting a promo <laughs> in Phoenix. It no. gets like no reaction. Oh, no reaction. But if you even show a picture of Zach Gibson <laughs> yeah. in anywhere in the UK, someone's gonna throw a match at him. Yeah, someone's taking their shoes off. Yeah, they take their shoe off, light a match, yeah. put it in the shoe, throw the shoe <laughs> at the pitcher, and hope that it catches fire. Right. <laughs> so it was just. Neat matches because it was still some of that worlds collide kind of stuff. Yeah, with, uh, there was a uh, everybody got to go to Phoenix. So yeah, good for them. You know? Yeah, so that was that was neat to see. I think what Mia Yim versus Jenny and like uh, Tyler Bate versus Jack Gallagher, which is a great match. Oh man! Um, so, so there were a lot that, of those. that match was really wasted yeah. on that crowd. Yeah. Yeah. They were just like, oh, and there was some polite clapping here and there, yeah. but it's like, oh, 
Yeah. At least they got better than, uh, oh man, they got better than what uh, Gulak and Kendrick got. Yeah. They got like fucking boring chance, yeah. and I was so mad. Yeah. Um, it, that still might have been Louisiana. But anyway. uh, I think it was the week after. But the first week, I think the best match on TV was the Velveteen Dream versus Johnny Gargano for the North American title. Yes. Really good match. Yes. That match was so good, they forgot it happened. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> that's the thing. That's what we were talking about with the timeline <laughs> being all funky. Because when I watched Raw, I see that uh, Johnny Gargano has the North American title over his shoulder. I'm like, okay, yeah, because he's North American champ. I don't look at NXT taping spoilers. No, I, I don't I try either. my best to avoid all of that. Yeah. Because and, we actually want to enjoy the show. Yeah. So I knew that that Dream Gargano match had been taped because it had been announced for that week. Yeah. But I didn't know who won. So I see on Raw that Gargano has the North American title over shoulder. And I'm like, oh, I know that match is happening. So I guess Gargano won. Yeah. And so lo and behold, I watch NXT and Velveteen Dream wins the title. Yeah. So my immediate thought is Gargano was not champ when he appeared on Raw holding the title. Yeah. That's kind of funky. So yeah. I go online and I I look up some of the the reports from whenever that NXT Yeah, they got dudes taped. that keep like live journals. They, they like even yeah. notes even if they see somebody walking around the crowd, it'll be in their journals, yeah. you know. So yeah. good for them. So apparently, if you don't know what happened, what they did at that NXT show taping that match is the match happened like we saw it on television where, sorry, I'm spoiling it, Velveteen Dream won the North American title. He beat Johnny Gargano. And then that's where the show ends. In the house, apparently Gargano goes up to the stage. Champa comes out. They have some words and whatever. And Gargano runs back down to the ring and Gargano makes Velveteen Dream tap out to the Gargano escape. And from the way it was described, I haven't seen pictures, but from the way it was described by people that attended that show, it said it looked like they did the finish twice. It mm -hmm. looked, because I guess the referee was in the ring, yeah. and they probably rang they the bell. Okay. And so... Played his music afterwards and everything. I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But apparently they filmed two finishes to that match, and my reaction was, that's garbage. Yeah, that's that's pretty awful. I mean, I know, we I said it on the last show, I know this isn't a competitive sport, but these shows, we know that they're taped. Yeah. We don't need to be, I know they were trying to avoid spoilers by doing that, so yeah. people wouldn't know what actually happened until it was actually shown on television. Yeah. But that doesn't really That's a terrible way to do sense. it. It doesn't excuse it. Yeah, because house shows matter when they're convenient. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. I don't know. It just feels wrong. It feels like they're trying to trick us and that they cheated us by doing something like that. Yeah. Even though I guess it wasn't an official second finish. But here's the other thing. They shouldn't have even had to do any of that because in the past when NXT people have shown up on Raw... While they have a title, yeah. half the time they don't even have the belt on them anyway. Yeah, they just didn't I, even just need to say anything. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember that ever being said. So they could have just had Johnny with no belt yeah. and announced him. The announcers could have called him the North American champion. Yeah, he didn't even have a belt, and yeah. that 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 was the thing before. I've seen it yeah. happen. Yeah. So there's no excuse for it. So super weird. They but just forget all that. <laughs> I guess. And I guess the example that I was looking at is like a recent example of why we know it's taped and it doesn't matter, is that on 205 Live, Drake Maverick suspended Tony Nese for whatever happened 
when he attacked Noam Dar in the parking lot. Yeah. He suspended him on the show, and 205 Live is live again. So it happened on a Tuesday, and then a week or two after, it was the World's Collide tournament, which Tony Nese was part of. Someone on Twitter tweeted to Drake, Drake Maverick, Maverick saying, like, hey, I thought you suspended Tony Nese. And Drake Maverick was just like, yeah, it's taped. And that was pretty much his entire <laughs> entire tweet. And so we know it's taped. You don't follow your own rules there. So why are you going to make it super convoluted and try to trick us over here? I get to see Drake Maverick, you know, at the Publix grocery store, right. you know, like, oh, yeah. Like, do we really think that the, the UK brand spent an entire month in Phoenix? No. Like, they didn't even... I guess they did at one point announce where they were, but yeah. they never made a huge point to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, and they don't. I noticed yeah. that. They don't always announce where they are for shows that are taped. Yeah. So... But... <laughs> so weird. I don't know. It's it's super weird. But That's Dream... way more confusing than the X-Men timeline currently right, <laughs> right now. Way more. Right. But Dream Gargano, it was a great match, regardless of all the, the whatnot around it. Hmm. All right. So match of the week for that week of the 18th through the 20th or whatever, whatever have you... Mm-hmm is the tv edit it's yes. like it's like it's like music here's the single edit right it's the tv version of yeah. the velveteen dream versus johnny gargano yeah johnny freaking wrestling gargano championship superstar guy yeah yes <laughs> howitzer explosion guy right for the north american title great yes. match yeah. uh i have yet to see a north american title match suck yeah so i have to give that best belt in the business award right now yeah uh, you know, probably neck and neck with the actual NXT World Heavyweight Championship. I do that. Yeah. I like it. I agree with that. I mean, hundred percent is a hundred percent. Yeah. No matter how many <laughs> matches you have. Right. <laughs> All right. Done. All right. So the next week, starting February twenty fifth through the end of that week, so on Raw, Finn Balor versus Leo Rush for the Intercontinental Title. Really good match. They took and, Leo Rush seriously. Yeah, and the whole thing leading up to it, yeah. the moment of Bliss uh, segment, yeah. that was so cool. Where the, Bliss was like helping Balor like yeah. goad Rush into doing it, even though he didn't want to. Well, she was like, trying to get a date with him, and well, then yeah. when that wasn't going to work out. She's yeah. like, "Well, at least get to see him wrestle." Right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, everything about that was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. And once again, the more seriously they take Leo Rush, the more the crowd digs it too. Yeah. The crowd loves Leo. They're ready to love him. Yeah. They just need more reasons to do it. And I'm glad that that match happened. Yeah. And I love everything about it. And, you know, they do need to eventually break him off from Lashley. They need to put him in matches more consistently. Yeah. I love Leo. He's a superstar. Yeah, absolutely. And a superstar and a half. Yeah. He's the true man of the hour. <laughs> but, yeah, I that match is so good. I wish they'd have it at Mania. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to. No. But, yeah. I'll skip over my favorite SmackDown match because the matches were good, but they there was nothing that really stood out to me. It was it was a good show top yeah, to bottom. It was a good though. show that, top that... to bottom, but nothing was like, oh yeah, that was the best part yeah. of it. Um, Two hundred five live, Drew Gulak versus Brian Kendrick. Wow. It was really good. You mentioned it a minute a, ago. A master class, as Nigel would say. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So. Um, heartbreaker. So many of these <sighs> matches in this tournament for the title, the Buddy Murphy title shot, they're all heartbreakers for me. I don't remember who said it. It might have been Nigel once again, just because I like Nigel so much. Brian Kendrick has been to eight WrestleManias and has been in the back for all eight of them. Yeah. That right there. That's all you needed to say. And I was like, all right, <sighs> I like you, Drew Gulak, but yeah, this is Kendrick's time. I know, right? I was just like, oh my God, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's you need one yeah one word of dialogue. It's all you need, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, like that is great storytelling. 
anybody. That could have been someone's first ever wrestling match they ever watched and were immediately invested because they don't know anything about this, but they know that WrestleMania is big. Yeah. My mom knows how big WrestleMania is. Yeah. So there you go. All right. (laughs) Watch that match. It's good. Yeah, real good. Um, UK already mentioned it. Uh, Jack Gallagher versus Tyler Bate. Super good match. There were a couple good matches on that show. Uh, that, the tag title match was good. The tag, and, it was and the Burst and Lorcan versus the Grizzled Young Vets. Yeah, the like, Beast match. Yeah, Ono versus Ono's Walter. Walter. So fun. You knew how it was going to end, but yeah. man, it was just like, give me your best shot. All right, here's mine. Here, where's yours? And that was really cool because that was Walter's most interesting match since he's been in WWE, in my opinion. Yeah. It's... Because he had someone who was his size who was hitting him as hard as he hits people. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting to see. They're both men out of time, too. Yeah. That's, that's the other great yeah. part about that. I mean, like, uh, it, the only thing that made it seem like a modern match is what Cassius was wearing. You're right. Any, yeah. any other time, he'd just be in black trunks, and they would just be swiping yeah. the shit out of each yeah. other. Yeah. And I Two love, big bears slapping yeah. each other. You knew JR had his popcorn out for that. Yeah. <laughs> or the ribs, sorry, excuse me. But Gallagher and ba- like Gallagher just stretching bait like all yeah. over the ring. Like it was super good. And that's you know, as much as we were kinda of down on the crowd, that's a really good show to show people that yeah. haven't seen the UK show because that's a top to bottom yeah. great show. The tag yeah. title match was say was great. And then you have this, you have classic British wrestling, you have British strong style, really. Yeah. Because that's how Ono is a student of British strong yeah. style. Yeah. And then that tag match just shows you that they're just as good as any other tag team. And as much as I hate the Grizzled Young Veterans, yeah. they're real good. Yeah. And I love to hate them. Yeah. And uh, Lorcan and Birch are great underdogs. Yeah. I mean, everything. Everything's good about that show. Yes. But none of those were the best matches of the week. No. There were a few good matches on NXT. Uh, Dijakovic versus Keith Lee was real good. Which needs to happen to take over. And I was so I happy. It, I think it, it, it went the way I wanted it to. Yeah. Because we were watching this match. And as soon as you got through the first act of that match, and you're like, oh, shit's on. Yeah. I said, this needs to be a double disqualification or a double count out right now. Stat in this match yeah. right now. <laughs> And they did. Yeah. So it was a good preview for the match that they're inevitably going to have at, oh, at TakeOver. It's going to be so good. You could have that open. I need to have, they could just probably open that. I think that could be a strong opener because they usually have the tag title or whatever. Yeah. Do that as an opener. I mean, yeah. they're probably going to have it second match, but man, I think people will be like, wow, this is different. Yeah. Because once again, you have to approach it. Someone's going to be watching that show for the first time ever. Yeah. Man, they'll be like, what is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't ex- I didn't expect that. Yeah. <laughs> so Keith Lee and uh, Dijakovic is money. That's a good money sure. opener. Do yeah. it. Yeah. But even then. Even then. Uh, this this is a big week for a lot of shows. I'm actually going to jump back a little bit in a second here. Yeah. But uh, Banks and Bailey showed up. It was their NXT return. That was kind of cool to see. Yeah. And you know that they were legit happy to yeah. be there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, as, 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 as nice of a year that they're kind of having. Yeah. I feel like they really miss NXT, and you could see yeah. it in their eyes. Yeah, for sure. Because, <laughs> like, the grind has really got to be setting in at this yeah. point. They're, like, I'm three sure. years in. It's like, oh, man. And I'm sure they hang out in the hotel going, man, remember, remember Full Sail? Maybe right. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I think the best match of that night, and narrowly of the week probably, was Mia Yim versus Shayna Baszler. It was a real good match for both of them. Yeah, and they they didn't even build this up. I mean, this I believe it was a title match, if I'm not mistaken. Did they did they mark it as a title match? I don't think it was. Regardless, I mean, it felt like one. Yeah, that's the cool thing about. It. I had to think about whether yeah. it was or not. That's how good it is. Yeah. And like I was telling you, I, I remember I ducked my head in your door and I said, "Dude, 
that match. And yeah. you were like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I haven't seen... Maybe, you know, like we talk about these, uh, the grappling matches, like uh, like the Gulak versus Kendrick. Yeah. And, and Gallagher versus Bate. And yeah, every move kind of matters in that match. Every, I think probably because of the limited time also. Sure. Every move in that match completely mattered and was like life or death. Yeah. Every move was just like a nail biter. Yeah. And that's a cool match to, to put on. And I, I, I would love to see more matches like that. Yeah. And they set it up to where there was really good injury psychology. Because I think Baszler punched the mat. She went for yeah. something and she missed yeah. and punched the mat. So her hand was like hurt. Early on, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mia Yim went for a kick outside and missed and kicked the ring steps, I think. Yeah. And so it was that who's going to take advantage more and first... Gonna, who's going to hurt the other one worse? Going to limp or crawl out of here? Yeah. You be the judge. Yeah, and, and added to the fact that Mia Yim, she broke her leg that put her out for however long it was. That Nigel McGuinness is good about saying changed her style because yeah. she used to fly and she was more agile, yeah. and she switched to a more strong kind of grappling yeah. style. You know, I, this is the first time I also noticed that her theme song in NXT is uh, there's a little bit of a tribute to the Dollhouse in there too. Oh, by yeah. the way. Uh, that and this is not the first time they've met. Uh, they actually wrestled each other in Shimmer back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I we I googled that to find out, and then cool. also one of the images that popped up was uh, I forgot that Baszler used to throw a deck of cards on her opponent. Like she used to, you know. <laughs> but yeah, such a cool match, man. Like yeah. watch that match. Go out of your way to see it. Yeah. Baszler versus me, yeah, phenomenal. Um, just jumping back before we get to the, so that was the match of the week that week but jumping back to raw we we glossed over the fact that uh batista returned on that raw. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's kind of a big deal yeah. i you know i i loved the way that segment built up honestly because it felt like it was gonna they did a good job even though they had like almost like a you know they obviously prepared for it more than this but it felt like they had to kind of build it up in a day yeah uh and they showed this great footage throughout the show and you probably saw more of it on the real version than i did yeah. and all the different i saw a few testimonials but the whole thing about, like, they had it set up kind of like his retirement. It wasn't as big as his retirement, yeah. obviously. But it was a nice version, like yeah. a small, scaled-down version of it. And it seemed like, oh, this is going to be really cool. Everybody's breaking character. The other thing I really liked, by the way, the little thing I took away that I really liked from that segment is, uh, first of all, it was cool to see Sting, because we haven't seen him yeah. in a long time. Yeah. But did you notice that he big-time Bobby Roode on the ramp? Because, like, you know, yeah. they worked to, they worked each other for a long time in, yeah. in Impact and TNA. And it was just cool. He was kind of like, oh, hey, what are you doing here, man? Yeah. He, he, like, took a few extra seconds. And I, I was like, that. oh, they're probably like, get to the ring. Yeah. And he's, like, like, hanging out with Bobby. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and Steamboat shopping at Rollins. Yeah. And uh, there was just some cool stuff there. I yeah. love stuff like, even little things like that give me a smile. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, would you have expected that to be how they were going to go about this whole thing? I mean, that that is different creative writing, I will say. it's. I mean, it's a good way to do it. And it's one of those, it reminded me of the Becky Lynch attacking Ronda Rousey and the way it was done. Yeah. Because we didn't see Batista attack Ric Flair. And you... that could have been because of maybe they didn't want to do the attack. Maybe Flair isn't really up for something. Sure. And it makes it seem more brutal that we didn't see it. Because we don't know what he did behind that door. Yeah. Do you think that that was a mistake? Like that they edited the the bit wrong live because you saw him drag him back into the room. No. And then you pull him I, out no, again. I, no, I don't think so. Because that's another part of what I liked about it is that 
we weren't back there with the omnipresent camera being in everywhere it looked like, like, at the right time. It looked like a security camera almost. Yeah, because the camera was way off in the distance. Yeah. And you saw Batista actually dragging a cameraman to the room. So he okay. had done the deed. He went out to get a cameraman, dragged him back, okay. went back in, dragged him out. It that's just what, seemed weird, but really? I, I guess no. that's what kind of makes it cool, you know. But, different. I mean, that's, 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 that's what happened. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I just liked how it was... In, in the moment, and you didn't see how it began. And you don't know what happened to Ric Flair, necessarily. Yeah. So I, I just like the the layer about how they might be going about this. Because here's the weird thing about it, is this shouldn't be anything that Dave wants. He, of the match? Yeah, he he beat Hunter at Mania. And, yeah. and Hunter, I think almost maybe it's going to seem like the fact that it doesn't bother Hunter is what bothers Dave. <laughs> like yeah. that's the only thing i could see really that makes it like that no or maybe he's like well, i've been trying to come back for years and you keep holding me back is it because you're afraid of me like maybe yeah. that's how they're gonna sell it i yeah. haven't seen the new stuff yet but like i'm, I'm at least compelled and interested because you know yeah. i'm not very hyped about him being a wrestler at me the end either. of the day and we've yeah. talked about this many yeah. times but I think it's important to have him back now and as important as to have the rock back. He's, he's yeah. not as, I mean, no one's as popular as the rock, yeah. but he's fucking damn close now. He's yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's arguable if he's as big of a movie star because they're in kind of different yeah. areas, but he's doing really well. Yeah. We talked about how he's in CAA now. So he's yeah. like, a, he's an A-lister Yeah, and he's a true A-lister that wants to wrestle at WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, that is like, a that's deal. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then, That'll probably be one of the few times I've really enjoyed him a lot in this match. It's probably going to yeah. be fine. Yeah. I can't see it really sucking that bad. I mean, yeah. it, it could. It could. <laughs> but I, I, I'm I don't at least, know. I I'm, think Triple H is going to, mean, he's obviously going to make sure that the match is entertaining yeah. for what it needs to be. Yeah. So, and, uh, but we'll get into more of the curtain pulling back that they want to do to get people interested in this match more. I don't think it needs, it doesn't need it, but I think that's kind of more for the hardcore yeah, fans. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Well, the, the next episode is going to be the Breaking Kayfabe episode because okay. that's happening all over the place at this sure. point. <laughs> um, I hate using the word Kayfabe, by yeah, the way, well, so that hurt me a little saying that. Right, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, also, another return on that Raw was Roman Reigns. Roman oh, Reigns is back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, yeah, Roman. Yeah. <laughs> I. I I, I know that this is, uh, I almost was thinking that this was, okay, they're going to do this one match, maybe at Fastlane, and that might be it. You know, yeah. I, I wonder if they're baby-stepping a little bit. I mean, I, I know that they want him back in there as soon as they can. Yeah. But, you know. I don't know if he'll necessarily be full-time. I think this yeah. was a shot to, hey, we have to do this right now because maybe Ambrose is leaving. Who knows? Yeah. I, I'm kind of thinking he's not now, but who knows? Who knows? But... Uh, the other thing is, I think, you know, while he was gone, and while he was getting better, he did take time to film Hobbs and Shaw with The Rock. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe he got a taste of that, and I think he might want to do movies after, yeah, maybe. you know. I mean, because even though that horrible thing happened to him, did he really have anything else to prove? The only thing he really had to do was get us back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, about it. Yeah. And he kind of did. He got most of everybody back with this, I think. Well, so. yeah. I, mean, I hate to say it that way, but I mean. Well, I mean, you're separating the character. We talked about this when he left, yeah. separating the character and the man. I know. And I know, but... I'm happy for Roman Reigns. I'm happy for Joe. Anoya. Anoya. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to see Roman Reigns challenge for the Universal title. I know. And he's not doing that now. Yeah, I know. But um, it's so that still holds true. 
but and it still holds true that I'm really happy for this guy who seems like a genuinely good guy. Yeah, but I, I think he definitely has you know action star potential. Yeah. So I, I I don't see a reason why he wouldn't. And I didn't do it. care for The Rock a lot either when he yeah. was full time, and yeah. I was happy when he I was I watched his movies right from the start. What was the first one? Like Walking Tall was one of his first ones, or no? The that one was the with, first one I liked. The but one with Scorpion Sean King William was... Scott was was that one of them? The the oh oh rundown. the rundown yeah I love the rundown yeah. oh yeah his love. early ones yeah, yeah. Run, rundown's fun yeah. and I really liked Walking Tall and uh, loved him and be he's one of the only good things about be cool yeah uh, but yeah yeah so yeah. I, I I think but I think I think Roman probably will do movies yeah I think sooner than later honestly yeah and I think it's just because of it's possible that that kind of a schedule could actually maybe yeah uh, he could work with it maybe a little bit better. Yeah, and in the sense of like, who knows what that schedule does to someone that has? I mean, we. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't either. If we knew more about cancer, there wouldn't be any cancer. <laughs> right. And it'd be a better world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he gets involved in the Fast and Furious franchise and their spinoffs, I think he's set for life because apparently they're never going to stop making those no. things. No. Have they gotten into space yet? No, there. I think there have been talks, or maybe those are just rumors. But they they should go to space. I I love the movies since number four. Yeah. So it's gonna be like this weird version of like Death Race meets Tron. You know? Okay. Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> looks amazing to me. Really? Oh, uh, I cannot wait. This is this is your you know you had that that's your that's your one. I don't call them guilty pleasures because. No. Uh, but that is your no shame cinema right there. Is the, yeah. the Fast and Furious movies? It's just so over the top and stupid. Watch the trailer and tell me you don't smile. For okay. Hobbs and Shaw. I've never. I haven't seen the trailer. You're gonna watch it. Yeah. I mean, hey, I will say, uh, the only thing that's keeping me from wanting to see this movie right now yeah. is the fact that it's part of the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, sure. I would watch a rock stay of the movie in a second. Right. Because I know that's going to be entertaining. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. only thing holding me back. But this might be my first one. We'll see. Yeah. Don't watch the the. <laughs> theater edit of the Hobbs and Shaw trailer watch the YouTube version was there a red red band version I, of it? I don't know if it was red band but they cut stuff out because I saw it in the theater the other day when right. I wanted to see something well we had two last theater tie-ins and two shows this week yeah. how great is that yeah, yeah. love it <laughs> alright moving on the first week of March March 4th through the end of that week starting with Raw on March 4th uh, I'm just going to jump right to my match of the week it was from the UK it was Travis Banks versus uh, Jordan Devlin false count anywhere Back in the UK, for real. And yeah, and it, it needed to be, good. too. Yeah. I mean, that this is the only way you could have done it. I'm glad yeah. they, they helped. This should have been on TakeOver, obviously. But I guess, and that's probably why uh, the Eddie Dennis-Dave Mastin match became a no-disqualification match, is because they wound up yeah. not having Banks and You're Devlin. Right. Could have been for injury reasons as well. He may not have been 100%. But uh, this match delivered, man. And yeah. another good... Another really decent top to bottom show. Yeah. Um, even like the quote unquote quasi squash matches were actually entertaining yeah. too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I man, and Legero Connors was real good. Yeah. And I really liked it. I just like that they just don't like each other. That's yeah. fun. Well, Legero actually kind of wants to be liked, I think, by everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but Joseph Connors is just a miserable bastard. Yeah. Good wrestler. He's a mechanic, though. Yeah. I'm yeah. not really a fan of the overuse of the shiny new toys thing. Yeah. Because Connors is doing it now, too. And... Yeah. That's Ono's bit. Yeah. I don't, I don't get yeah. why everybody else has to steal and it. I think someone else mentioned it recently, too. Yeah. It's like, mm, you yeah. don't need to do that. Then... Devlin is the most unassuming good wrestler, I think, that I've seen in years. Yeah. Like, yeah. he looks like nothing. He looks like, he looks like a... a 
I, I, you know, being cruel and mean here. Yeah. We've talked about he looks like a combination of like three different guys, sure. like a like a lab accident gone wrong. But okay. that he's a tough motherfucker, yeah. and he's he's actually once that bell rings, yeah. he completely everything else. I every misconception I have of him just goes away. Yeah. He's a great he's heel. He never needs to be a babyface. No, ever. Yeah, he's just a he's just a son of a bitch who <laughs> who's real good and like. It was just like, man, let it go. Why are you so fucking obsessed with Travis Banks? <laughs> right. I, I almost didn't even want him to blow the feud off because I'm like, just it's enough already. Yeah. Like, you have you were obsessed with this guy. Yeah. He really was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, I I don't know the whole reason why Nigel does his best to talk about their history, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, with those two guys, they just don't like each other, yeah. and it's, they're fun to watch beat the crap out of each other. This yeah. is fun stuff. And you should definitely go out of your way to see the Falls County Anywhere match between yeah, Jordan good. Devlin and Travis Banks on March 6th, NXT yes. UK. Absolutely. And this was a week where Samoa Joe won a title on the main roster, the Fatal 4-Way U.S. title match. First singles title on the main yeah, roster. real good. Man, let's, let's, let's take a moment of silence. <laughs> For our truth and the U.S. Open Challenge, this John Cena fandom, yeah. which should have should be leading to a match with him versus Cena. Yeah. Now people may be thinking. I talked about my great idea. Mm-hmm. They're probably gonna go with Cena Angle. I bet. Mm-hmm. I just have that weird feeling yeah. that that's what it's gonna turn into. Like even yeah. if they have Angle and Corbin announced to the hour of right. at Mania, John Cena could easily just beat up Baron Corbin in the sure. back. Nobody will be upset about this. <laughs> we will have the full circle yeah. of John Cena and Kurt Angle, yeah. even though it wasn't Kurt Angle's debut so much. But yeah. it was... It's a big it, part of both of their careers, yeah. for sure. So that's probably what's going to happen. Because that was, that was the uh, ruthless aggression. Like yeah. That was the, the moment that you can really say that that era started, yeah. I think. The ruthless aggression era, which started the Monday before mm-hmm. and culminated on that SmackDown. Yeah. And in our perfect world, of course, it's still going to be Angle versus Shane McMahon right. and John Cena versus our truth yeah. But the reality is it probably <laughs> right. will be yeah. Cena versus Angle, which will be fine. But goddamn, this our truth thing was great. My idea for the U.S. <laughs> title open challenge was for our truth to hold that title and keep winning somehow in these what? matches. And every week, a new guy adds himself <laughs> to the thing so the next week would be a fatal five way yeah, and then we have challenge. a six pack challenge and then we have some sort of gauntlet match with seven people and so by like i don't know SummerSlam or something there's a rumble match because <laughs> all these guys every week are every week or whatever are keep adding on it's like i'm going to answer the challenge and our truth doesn't know how an open challenge works, so it's like, all right, join the party, yeah. and they just keep get, just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It, that was my idea. It would have to get to the point where they already have everybody on the roster, right. and they're literally finding guys in the back, like yeah. the janitor, you yeah. know. Or, they they bring in absurd. like no way Jose's conga line. Yeah, like, all of you get in there. Bring back Simon Circus. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There's a reference. So for I know I, that's not really feasible, no, no, but no. that would have been a that's that was my idea. We're way too we're way off into Russo land at yeah. this point, uh, but. They could have at least got it to at least a six to eight guy thing yeah. by Mania. Just and then John for, Cena is the ultimate. Yeah. I loved it the second week, though. The second week was the best. Yeah. It's like, every week? Yeah. <laughs> Man, he's good. Right. <laughs> R-Truth is the best. Oh, man. And yeah, we, we forget. We, we It's one of those guys we have taken for granted. This yeah. guy's been back in WWE for ten years yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, that's absurd. Yeah. That's crazy, but yeah. yeah. 
That's a long con. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. this week also had the start of the Dusty Classic in NXT. We saw yes. the entire first round that week. Yeah, I should love this because I'm Mr. Tag Team Wrestling. And uh, as soon as the Forgotten Sons are out of this thing, I can relax. <laughs> that's my main, that's my long and short of it right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like... I am enjoying this more than I enjoyed the last Dusty Classic because I didn't like it at all. That last one was so thrown was together. Bad. I mean, the finals were great, but it served yeah. a different purpose. That yeah. basically, the the finals last year was to help out the Undisputed yeah. Era and rewrite their story a little bit better. So it worked in that sense, but the tournament was a train wreck. Yeah, and this one at least has some sort of structure to it, even though we know now. I don't know who the replacement's going to be, but DIY obviously can't go the distance here. They taped, I mean, I think they taped the entire tournament in that one taping, so... Okay. Well, I'm curious to see what happens in the next couple of weeks. I know what happens, so I won't say anything, but the... I like all the teams in there, even the Forgotten Sons. I don't think the Forgotten Sons are terrible. I'm not a fan of Jackson Riker. I think that's what's still making me resist, is Riker. Yeah, but... And it's it's a tired gimmick. Yeah, but Cutler and Blake, I think they're they're pretty good and they've had good matches. Okay. But I <laughs> want the Street Profits to be taken seriously on NXT and mm. they're not. And I know they had a tough draw in the first round. They had Mustache Mountain, but I want I really wanted this to be the Street Profits year. Yeah. And I don't know. I I mean, I think that that's another team I think they sh- they could do better by and by putting them up in the main. Yeah. I really I just I think they're a little out of place still. I mean, they got a good mm. fan they got a good fan base, but they can't make anything happen for them still. I they literally had to put them over to evolve to uh, win the belts. Yeah, I think they're only out of place because they're not allowing them to win important matches. Important matches is what you're saying. They've yeah. won their feuds. They've yeah. won all their feuds that have had they nothing to do TM with the title. But yeah. Where's TM61 now? Yeah, well, exactly. But yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't hate the Forgotten the Sons. Yeah, I don't hate the Forgotten Sons. They're like my least favorite team in NXT right now. Yeah, but yeah. I, I still. I even question. I don't think they should have beat Lorcan and Birch. These are. Yeah, this is a team either. that stole two different takeovers. Yeah. and this is what happened. So you're telling me that a team that could run away potentially with two different takeovers yeah. can't beat a team that can't even get on takeover? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I okay. Agree. All right. So I have a problem with that. Yeah. That's really one of the only like win loss bookings that I actually got mad about. Yeah. Was that. Yeah. So in this first in the first round, every team that lost, I wanted them to win. Yeah. I was disappointed with the res- I liked all of the matches, yeah. but I was disappointed with all of the results. Yeah. And like once again, how scary good are Eichner and Bartel yeah. and that they're only gonna get better. Yeah. And I was sad that they lost, yeah. but I said they're gonna win it next year. Yeah. I actually said I called that they're winning Dusty Classic next year. Yeah. I hope so. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I should be more jazzed about DIY. <laughs> but I'm I think I'm as jazzed about it as Johnny is. <laughs> like in that sense, you know, yeah. almost like it's because it it just doesn't feel right. You yeah. know, I know the crowd in the live crowd is like all into it but yeah. i'm like this is still evil johnny this isn't the johnny you want this is this yeah. is the johnny that is yeah. not johnny wrestling still yeah and, and i think it also stinks that you got the uh og undisputed team you got the red dragon yeah. back yeah. and they can't win and they lost their first match back yeah. together yeah, yeah. i didn't that's i wasn't so, super, i wasn't into that that's fucking dumb man by the way, uh, side note, O'Reilly is challenging for the Evolve World title during Mania Weekend. Oh, yeah. He's facing uh, Austin Theory for it. Wow. Fun, Did right? Win? Yeah. yeah, and here's another one. I just read this today, so it's fresh in my mind. Uh, Angelo Dawkins is going to wrestle Colby Carino. 
Oh, really? <laughs> the Evolve show. That's all right. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to mention that because Colby was on two hundred five. Yeah, he wasn't so, in a match. He just got uh, beat up. Yeah, but yeah, that was that. It, it was it, he was on TV. Yeah. And this is a guy that we literally had talked about with his dad when he was still a toddler. Yeah. So that's that that was my old moment for the week. And they actually used his name. They, yeah. They didn't make up a stupid fake name. Yeah, exactly. Which they probably should have because he got the shit beat out of yeah. him. But hey, you know, it's whatever. So yeah, happy TV debut to Colby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I know uh, his dad is, you know, he was probably backstage that night because he's on the main roster stuff now. Okay. Yeah, he moved yeah. He moved up from uh, NXT just recently because oh. I... Whatever he was doing, I think that's what Scott Taylor is doing now. Oh, so, okay. Cool. It was cool to see Scott yeah. Scott Taylor on TV yeah, also. Yeah, fairly recently, yeah. It was great. I, I love, I'm, I'm always big on those cameos. Yeah, but that's and I didn't me. think it was him. You were like, that's Scott Taylor. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. All right. Fast lane. Yeah, do it real quick. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it was a weird show. It was, it was real weird. There were it was, there just, were it was a weird Raw. It was just it just felt like a weird episode of Raw with a couple of SmackDown yeah. matches on it. Yeah, because Elias kept showing up in segments throughout <laughs> yeah. the show. And... Well, he was warming up. He he actually is the official musical act for WrestleMania this year. Now. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah. So that's what. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the kickoff show, the New Day, was on the kickoff show, and they made the most of it as they always do. Yeah, good uh, match. Biggie and Woods. Kofi wasn't with them because he was waiting outside Vince McMahon's office for yeah. two hours or whatever. By the way, I think Vince might be in an early stage of Alzheimer's now. Yeah, right. <laughs> according to how he acted at the... Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. But uh, they wrestled Nakamura and Rusev, which is still a weird team. I mean, they're fun it's to watch. It's because they're foreign, Chris. It is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's the bar thing of, we hate each other, now we're a team, we're really good. So they're just recycling that, but they're yeah. not given the story with it yeah they could be great yeah they're fun to watch and this match was really really good yeah um there were yeah it was it was a great pre-show match and it was better than all but like three of the main show matches <laughs> yeah the handicap match was garbage yeah there's more we'll talk about the kofi stuff later because yeah they, let's 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 do kofi because there's next. more there's we, we raved about kofi last time yeah there, there's more coming up for for you to see that i have already okay. seen some of it um, the, the SmackDown Women's title match was weird and had Sonya Deville looking under the ring. It looked like she, like, did her cue, like, too early because yeah. she looked under one side of the ring, but then went over later and looked yeah. on the other side, and then there was the slip. And like, nope. Asuka doesn't need someone to slip to beat him. I, I know. Does, I know. She doesn't need Mandy <laughs> Rose to slip. Banana peel. And by the way, no one's slipping over that. Yeah. <laughs> that was she bold. tried real hard to slip on Yeah, it. I mean, I'll give Mandy the props for selling it, but, yeah. but that was, that just looked, it looked bad for everybody. Everybody would, should have been embarrassed about that one. Yeah, it was just weird, and I don't know, yeah. I mean, I know why they did it now, but yeah. it, it just felt weird in the moment. Yeah. I was... Trust me. Once once they go to Fox, Sonya's going to be a lot bigger. I'm waiting for I that to so. happen. Yeah, they're, they're going to want somebody more legit yeah. uh, in that division to represent properly. And yeah. Oscar Deville is going to be money once they built that up to a proper thing. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's Mandy shit's old. Yeah, the Rock Tag Titles was the Triple Threat, which it was a good match. It yeah. was it was kind of a standard triple threat thing. Yeah, that would have been like the best match on that Raw. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's fine. So the raw, uh, the women's title match, man, it was underwhelming. I didn't, and it was because of the of the opponents, the Tamina and Nia Jax. Yeah. Like they're they're just not that good. They no. they were trying to keep up with Bailey and Sasha the entire time. 
Nia Jax had trouble lifting them like multiple times during the match. I noticed that and myself. Her big thing is strength and yeah. size and power. And when she has trouble with that, that's a problem. Yeah. And that's how people get hurt, which she's done a yeah. lot. So Could it just be that she's getting really lazy and really complacent in the, in the worst way, which will now be a detriment to anybody that's in the ring with her? I don't know. But, I mean, they, yeah. they keep pushing them up there into yeah. that situation. Poor Tamina. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So, I don't know. But okay. I, I wouldn't was... Tamina, wouldn't Tamina, Dana Brooke be like this badass yeah. strength team that yeah. this is what we really want it could be well yeah. people don't know it yet but this is what you want okay right. <laughs> trust me on this one i know what's best um but the the thing that came out of that was the beth phoenix thing afterwards which is going to lead to something yeah. in mania for sure i i feel like she might even start doing full time for a little bit longer you think so? i think so because uh, dude trust me do you see the response on twitter yeah, everybody's yeah. coming out of the woodwork like everybody wants to fight beth yeah because yeah. she's awesome first yeah. of all Rhea's putting in a bid for her. Like I'm just like I want to see Rhea Ripley versus Beth Phoenix. Yeah, absolutely. I need that in my life. Yeah. So I'm really excited about it. even like a mini comeback rest of the year. Get the point done. That'd go because cool. she never really got to go out great. She never went out yeah. great. And uh, you know I think she might have even been hurt. I don't really know how yeah. it happened. You know obviously she retired to start a family and everything. Um, Edge I'm sure is a decent house husband at this point, <laughs> and uh, you know. I think they could do this for a year, retire at Mania, something. That'd Maybe cool. retire at Evolution, however you need to do it. Sure. But Beth Phoenix deserves to have a, another run around the plates because she deserves it. And yeah. if she wants to do it, I obviously she could go. She looks great. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine that the ability won't just come back like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm all for it because I'm a fan. Yeah. So. And I had forgotten that, that her and Natalia, because they teamed up, um, I think they did in Shimmer, yep. and um, yeah, I had forgotten about their history together until yeah. that moment, until I saw them together. Yeah, the Glamazons like, versus Lay Cool, because yeah. I hated Lay Cool so much, Yeah, and uh, man, I was just happy to see them put them yeah. out of business. So, so that was cool. It wasn't the forced friendship of like Natalia and Ronda Rousey, yeah, so yeah. It, it feels more natural. So. Yeah, which could lead to other cool things, yeah. other cool factors with Ronda. I mean, yeah. you can make these things happen. And, yeah. Yeah, I'd say build it at least up to Evolution. Yeah. I, I want to see her and Mickey go again. That was yeah. a yeah. In, in a terrible era yeah. for women's wrestling in WWE. The Mickey James-Beth Phoenix matches were shining points of light that it was yeah. just nice to see at the time. Yeah. And uh, you saw those, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are great matches. So, all right. The Fatal 4-Way rematch, Samoa Joe proving his dominance, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, people don't get rematches in WWE anymore, but everybody's had a rematch, yeah. So, and this was our truth. Didn't you love the way Joe just handled it backstage yeah. with the girls? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that was just great. That was good business right putting them, there. Putting them down, putting their guys down, and then signing con, signing the petition anyway. Oh, it was the fucking best. boss. Yeah. Like, walking away from that moonsault. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you all want them to go to sleep, I'm happy to do it for yeah, you. And right. that's what's great about Joe. And Joe needs to just... He needs be to cool be now. that and not the, I'm going to invade your home and yeah. take your wife or whatever. I want cool Joe that runs shit. Yeah. I want Joe, this Joe is, this kind of Joe is going to win a world yeah. title. Yeah. And he'll deserve it now, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean yeah, he's, he's always deserved, deserved it. it but, <laughs> but this is the character yeah. that I want now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm happy for him. It's the the character that people will be scared of as opposed to just mad at all the time. Yeah, I think, you know? yeah. That Jake Roberts factor. It's, yeah, it's, that, it's that cool bad guy. Kind of hard thing. to get. It's hard to yeah. pull off, but, you know, he can do it. 
Um, the I'll just talk about this one because it, it wasn't really much of a match. It was the Charlotte Flair Becky Lynch thing to decide if Becky was going to go to WrestleMania. Ended the way that it had to end. Yeah, um, it made the most sense, but it wasn't really a match. It was like a, a glorified story segment. Yeah, yeah. And the, I, I feel like they were trying to help the crowd pull back on Ronda a little bit as far as hating her so much. Because at the end of the day, mm. it, this three tiers of reaction that they need, if they, they insist on a triple threat, this is how yeah. it needs to go down. Charlotte needs to be booed throughout the entire building. Ronda needs the Roman Reigns factor <laughs> or the John Cena factor, whatever you want to call it. Ronda needs to have the polarizing half cheer, half boo thing. Becky needs all the cheers. And that's the tier that I think that they're trying to shoot for. Wait till you watch Raw. Okay. All right. That's how I saw it yeah. after I saw it fast. Yeah. That was my reaction. I agree. That's with what that. they should do. Yeah. But I guess they're not going to now. To me, it feels that that match specifically at Fastlane felt like Ronda and Becky and then Charlotte's also there. That's what it felt like to me. Okay. Because that's really what it was to me. For the proof why we're right about that they're, they've got it wrong. Yeah. They've got it wrong. Yeah. Um, and then two matches that I really liked, the six-man main event, Shield, versus the, the bad guys, yeah. that, that weird team. I really liked the match. It was those it was fun. nostalgia feelings of fun and the Shield and the power bombs, and it was just, it was fun. I even forgave the stupid vest that Seth Rollins has to wear when he gets back in the Shield that actually came apart and he was having to mess with it towards the end of the match. It's such a stupid thing. I'm glad he's not going to wear it anymore. This the whole time, and there's nothing wrong with this. The whole time I was watching this match, I knew the Shield was going to win. Of we course, all, yeah. We all knew they were going to win because it's not like they're going to have this match at Mania because you can't. Yeah. So that being said, I just kept going. This is the last match on the DVD. Yeah. Like this is this is the one that's going to close off the DVD when it comes out. You know, the box set, you know, like the compilation. For, oh yeah. They've yeah, already yeah. done a Shield box set, but when they do that, sure. the, the concise true history of the shield right this is the one that's going to close off that sends everybody home happy yeah and there's nothing wrong with that yeah. good good for them I'm, I'm glad they got to do it i'm yeah. sure they're happy they got to do it yeah. so why should i shit on it right you know at the end of the day yeah. happy i'm happy for everybody i'm happy for renee i'm happy for Corey. <laughs> right. they all seem to love it yeah yeah, yeah. i think it was, so. it was one of those everybody loves a thing and then I think what was probably both of our favorite match on the show, which was a couple matches before the one we just talked about, was the WWE title triple threat. Yeah. I mean, which wasn't, you know, we thought, oh, great, it is going to be a triple threat now. Mm-hmm. But they literally changed people out yeah. during the show, which we all know now. Kofi got replaced by Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Which, it's hard to hate on that. Yeah. But... People were still gonna hate it. Yeah, they, they didn't. They almost like they forgot that he had the shot at the chamber. Yeah, lost it due to injury. Now since yeah, he does. He has earned a title match. Yeah. He's getting it here, but in the worst timing in the history of ever. But it's because because <laughs> Vince as the character and the writers as the people actually doing it are messing with us so much because. It was supposed to be Kofi. He had the shot here at Fastlane. Yeah. Then Owens was put in. And then we had to get used to that and get to where we were going to like that. Yeah. And then last minute, they change it again. Twice, they say, it's triple threat. Oh, wait, it's not Kofi. It's like, is the triple threat even happening now since <laughs> yeah. Kofi got beat up by the right. bar? And yeah. then they announced it as a triple threat. And even the commentators were like, did he say that right? Yeah. Like, is that still a thing? Like, they didn't change his card out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Mustafa Ali comes out, and it's Rey Mysterio getting booed at the Royal Rumble because he's not Daniel Bryan. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, 
that is dead on. Yeah. And and thankfully, unlike what happened to Ray, yeah. and what actually what happened to Ray for that whole run, yeah. that's how bad of an idea that was. Yeah. Is that it killed Ray off for that entire time he was there. Yeah. He had to go away for a few years before we could miss him. Right. And want him back. And I and that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but this match is so good. All the bullshit storylines yeah. aside, as Rob Van Dam used to say. This match was so good, it actually won the crowd over. Yeah, I was already ready to like it because I'm like, I'm watching a WWE. Yeah. I'm watching the match for the real belt, and I've got these three guys yeah. pinch me. Yeah. So really think about it. There's no reason to hate on no, this. No. Yeah. But the crowd, the fact that they won the crowd over, I love that. Yeah. And it wasn't like a not. It wasn't. I don't know where, where were they at. They were in Cleveland, weren't they? Uh, I think it's a, I think so because of the Miz. So. Yeah, the, the Miz factor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cleveland's not. Known as like a shit out town, they do pretty good. Yeah, they're a pretty good town. They're like Dallas, basically. Actually, sure. Dallas is a little louder. Sure, I'm not just saying that. So, but it wasn't like Chicago or sure. New York where you know you knew they were like respect. Yeah. So I was just glad that they came around on this. And yeah. By by the last act, they were they were ready for something cool to happen. And you can't deny and, it because all three of those guys were throwing everything they could into it, and yeah. like their bodies and every like they were they were. Putting on a great, great show. Yeah. But I, I, it's not a pay-per-view I would recommend people watching top to bottom. Not really. Just pick out the matches. The pre-show match, the WWE title, the Shield match, and the US title match. Yeah. That's and all you really need to see. We just saved you how many hours? Two and yeah, a half hours? Because it, it was weird. I, was, I had some internet <laughs> things, some hiccups, so I ended up getting a delay on my show. Yeah. So it seemed like it was later than it was. And after the Becky-Charlotte uh, match... I thought the show was over, and then I see Elias in the ring. I'm like, why are they closing the show with Elias? And I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but it, we still had the Shield match to go. So, yeah, it was just weird all night. He was going to sing closing time, and then right. I was going to actually turn the show off. It's been the one time I would have given Elias the cane. <laughs> or just cane. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, all jokes aside. Yeah, that that's probably me. Let, let's get out of here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, you can go to cnjradio.com, of course, for the home of the Wrestling House Show, as well as the family of CNJ Radio Network podcast, as we talked about on the show. More Last Theater coming up. I swear I have stuff going on in my head that I'm trying to write out that I'm going to be doing pretty soon. Yeah, and thanks for coming on Rock Strikes 10 for a minute yeah, this week. Yeah, Rock Strikes 10. Time. Of course, yeah. Joey's doing his birthday extravaganza. You can go listen to all those. A four-parter birthday extravaganza. That's 40 Strikes 10. Or, Ooh. Is that how you say that? Rock Strikes Rock 40. Rock Strikes 40. Because Joey Strikes 40. There you go. Because I turned 40 last week. You said it better than me. The top 40 songs of 1979, yeah. in my opinion, not of Billboard's opinion. Yes. So go listen to those. Of course, the Synaptic with Randy Brown, everything else we do. And, yeah, that's all I got. All right. We'll see you guys. Uh, we are officially on the road to WrestleMania. For real, for real. For real, for real. That, that roadblock, fast lane thing aside. Yes. It's like 35 over here. That's a local reference, but... Uh, I can't wait to get to WrestleMania. I've got the whole day off. I did too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think the pre-show starts in about five minutes. By the way, right. so we're gonna get, to, right. gonna get to it. Bye. Yeah. Uh, drizzy, 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 baby. Yeah. Uh, the drizzle, baby. Drizzle, baby.